Hello everyone, it is Amina Lee from the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast and I am here with Lindsay Smith and she is going to tell you guys about the importance of life insurance, generational wealth, and everything that you need to know. So everyone say hello to Lindsay and hey Lindsay. Hi, how are you Amina? Thank you for having me. No problem. So we're going to proceed on to question number one to start off. So do you feel that generational wealth is not popular within the black community? And also, why is generational wealth important? So I feel that generational wealth at this point is starting to become more popular in our community. Um, I think the concern is that it hasn't been in the past. And, and now, you know, on social media, we're talking about generational wealth, we're talking about building through real estate, we're talking about investing, saving money, getting out of debt. So I think at this point, people are starting to pay attention a little bit more than they were before, but um, it still needs to be really set in stone with our community. Um, We still don't have a lot of finance that's discussed, you know, through the schools. A lot of people still don't know exactly where they should be looking for this information. And I also think that people do not know, you know, they don't really fully understand it. And since they don't understand it, a lot of them stay away from it. Um, So it's really important in our community to start to put out information about how to build generational wealth because, you know, it's a common term, but do do people really understand what it means? And, you know, really at the end of the day, generational wealth means that you're making sure you're paving the way so that the generation that comes after you and for generations to come after that are set and they're able to be able to prosper. You know, so they have the tools, whether you're leaving behind um, real estate for them, whether you're leaving behind life insurance money, whether you're just even educating them on what are some of the things they can do to build wealth, you know, for themselves as well. I highly agree with that. I feel like generational wealth, because I feel like in many high schools to start off, I feel like there should be classes in high school or even college teaching, like, teenagers about generational wealth so they can know about it from, like, their youth. So I highly agree with that. Right, and I also feel um, really starting out early teaching um, the children how to manage money because that's one of the biggest biggest problems is people get into debt, you know, from early, from not knowing. And then a lot of people, once they get into their 
Yep, that, I highly agree with that. Like a Gucci bag or like a... People would rather impress people with material things instead of building like generational wealth. And have wealth. no money in the bank. Yeah. Right? So you have this Gucci purse and you have no money in your, in your pocketbook and you think that this is okay. And so I think it's a mindset change that we have to have as a community. Uh, we focus so much in the community on materialistic things, and it's fine to like those things. It's fine to want them, but we shouldn't be going to purchase these things prior to making sure that we have the money to buy it. You mm -hmm. know, we can't purchase a Gucci bag and then still uh, we're struggling when it's time to pay our mortgage or we don't have a house or we're living with somebody else. You know, we have to really just get our minds um, together and really say to ourselves, like, what is it that we really want for ourselves, right? Do we want to have a better life financially than maybe our parents did? And if, and if that's so, what do we have to do different? What did we learn, you know, as we were growing up that our parents did that we can say, you know what, I don't want to do it like that because my mother was in debt or... You know, my mother wasn't able to purchase a, a home or, you know, or your parents or whoever, you know. So I think that um, really learning about financial literacy, you know, there's so many books to read now. There's so many, just like how you're doing your podcast, there are so many podcasts. There are so many um, different um, avenues to get free information to learn. That's what we need to do. And we need to ask questions. And as a community, we need to talk about finance. I yep. think also in the black community, finance is something that nobody wants to talk about. Nobody wants to speak about what they're going through financially because they may think that people are going to look at them funny. But if you have conversations with your friends about finances and with your family, you'll learn a lot of things and learn not to do, you know, what mistakes not to do. Yep. And with the points of, like, you know, financial literacy and being able to, you know, manage your money, why did you decide to become a life insurance agent? So I actually come from – so I went to Howard, and in Howard I was in the business school. And so part of the classes that you have to take is, um, you know, our financial classes as well. And in – I also ended up going to Baruch, which I, I started to focus on finance. So I was always really into um, learning about making money. And when I got into the entertainment business around, I don't know, what was it, around 2008, when everything kind of went south um, because of the economy, someone had reached out to me from New York Life. And they were telling me about how I can, you know, be a financial services professional and teach individuals about finance and that they would do this training. And, you know, and I actually was intrigued by it. And so I went and I did all the trainings and took all the courses and I, you know, took all the different tests and stuff to, to learn information. And that's kind of how I got into it. Once I got into the business and really started going to the different conferences and learning about um, finance and the effects of life insurance on families and how life insurance is really an integral part of your financial portfolio. Because what people don't understand when it comes to life insurance is 
if you don't have life insurance and you have, let's say, a savings account, let's say you have investments, you have all of these things, and the person who has all of those things, if I'm the individual who owns the property, who's providing the income for my family, and I passed away, and mm-hmm. let's say I'm married and my spouse isn't the one who's able to pay for all of this, what happens? Yeah. You, lose, you can lose everything, right? You can lose everything while you're in court trying to, you know, disperse these things. If you don't have things set up properly, life insurance can really save your family financially when when somebody dies unexpectedly. Or if you're just the breadwinner in the family, right? But it also is a way to build generational wealth. To so go back to that, um, because having life insurance it's tax-free that you get that money, right? So I may pay, I might have a life insurance policy, and I may actually, over my lifetime, let's just say, pay out, I don't know, $10,000 in premium, $20,000 in premium. But I might leave behind $500,000. Wow. So it, it provides a platform that allows you to give money away to your family for pennies on a dollar. It gives you an opportunity to leave tax-free money behind and be able to spend, you know, pennies on the dollar to be able to leave a larger amount. So what that does in turn is that now allows this family member or, you know, family members to be able to get this money and now they can buy. They can buy property. They can start a business. They can get out of debt. If they have children, they may be able to pay for their children to go to college so their kids don't have student loans. So look at the effect. If you think about if people leave behind a decent amount of life insurance, just in one generation, if everybody was leaving behind a decent amount of of life insurance to to the generation behind it, how much far ahead that generation would be, that next generation, right? Because they wouldn't have as much debt. They would own property, right? So they would have assets. They would start businesses. So I feel like life insurance is such an integral part in um, preparing yourself financially and making sure that everything is together because you don't just want to have assets and then you don't have life insurance to take care of the taxes when you die when you leave the properties behind. Yeah, and I feel like with life insurance, I feel like many people are scared to talk about, like, death and how they're going to manage their money. Like, do you feel that people are scared to, like, plan out their life insurance plan, or they just don't want to? So, I'm going to say, I, I actually see both things happening. Um, depending on the culture, some cultures are against life insurance. They feel like it's almost, you're putting, like, you know... Uh, like a bad vibe on on them, you know. So it's like if I get life insurance, I'm saying that I'm, you know, I'm gonna die soon, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so I feel that that alone can really harm those families, those people who have those cultural views that you know, if I get life insurance, then you know, I'm basically saying that I'm gonna die. And then you have the individuals who don't get life insurance because they don't know. They think that it's more money than what it really costs. Um, You know, somebody has told them something 
about life insurance that made them say, oh, no, I don't want that. You know, there's a lot of people who have had different experiences with getting life insurance, and sometimes when they share that experience with people, it scares them off. Some people are paying a lot for insurance, and so they may tell somebody, like, oh, insurance costs so much money, and somebody may not have that type of money, and they're like, oh, I'm not even going to ask about it because I can't afford it. So there's a lot of stereotypes about it, um, and because people don't know and understand how the life insurance works and also how much it costs, that scares a lot of people. And then, you know, people's cultural beliefs on thinking that if I get life insurance, that means that I'm going to die. Mm-hmm. These are all things that are stopping people from being able to leave money behind for, for their family. Um, and, you know, then you have the people who say, well, I have I have enough money saved, you know, and they don't understand that at death, nobody's going to be able to go in your bank account and get your money out. Yep. So, you know, having money saved, having money, you know, put under the mattress and all these other things that people are doing, why would I want to spend $10,000 on burial or $15,000 on burial when I could probably pay a premium, depending on on the age, let's say a 30-year-old's premium, I could get a $25,000 whole life plan at 30 years old, and I could possibly pay $30 a month. Wow. I'm going to pay $30 a month for the next 10 or 15 years then to to actually have to use $15,000 saved and and then at that point still turn around and have 30 or 40 $40,000 for that $30 a month wouldn't you like yeah. I mean it doesn't people people don't understand it they don't realize that you're making money with life insurance you're leaving behind more than what you have and you'll hear the term for people who do have life insurance, they'll say, I'm richer dead than I am alive. And that's because your life insurance could be millions and you may not have millions. Wow. Right? Because you may be able to afford a million dollar policy, but you don't have a million dollars in the bank. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and, and I think if people were to ask questions, the fear of asking questions, the fear of people feeling like somebody's going to judge me because I don't know is the problem. And that goes back to the mindset of the community, which is the fear of talking about finance. You know, that goes back to not taking the time to learn and understand about something. But at the end of the day, Life insurance is something that everybody should have. It's not about you being old or young. It's not about you being um, single or married, you know, because then other people, the other stereotype is if I'm single and I have no kids, why do I need life insurance? That's true. I do agree with that because I see a lot of parents like say one parent is like the main money maker and that parent dies and there's no life insurance. So the other spouse and the kid are stuck with like no money and then that kid is stuck with student debt, which student debt is crazy now because it's increasing by like 175 percent. So that's like a whole other situation as well. Right. And so imagine a situation because I've seen this happen before I've seen the breadwinner pass away unexpectedly 
leaves no money behind, you know, no money as far as life insurance is concerned, and the assets are tied up, right? They're not ready, readily available for you to get cash out of. Um, you got to either sell a property or you have, you know, all of these things that you have to do. And in the meantime, this family has nothing. They, they don't have enough money to bury the person. They're doing GoFundMe accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's a change of a lifestyle, and that's what people don't understand. So not only do you have to end up dealing with the death, you now have to deal with the change of a lifestyle. Because if I'm the parent who doesn't make the money, and the parent who makes the money dies, I now have to figure out going back to work, right, which could be a process. And I may not get a job that's sufficient enough to to provide the same lifestyle that we were provided before. So now my child could be going through depression because of having to go from having everything they want to nothing, right? We may have to move to a new house, or we, you know, we may have to move in with somebody. Yep. So people are not thinking about the effect. And, you know, I had a somebody I was speaking to recently, um, a prospect rather, not a client yet, but the CPA was telling him, you need to get life insurance. This person makes a, makes a lot of money and has a wife that does not work, has two children with the wife, got a big brand new home. And at the end of the day, if something happens to him, they, the, the family will not be able to afford to maintain Right, And so I'm telling him, you really need to get life insurance immediately. You're young, it's cheap, it's affordable. And, you know, instead of purchasing his life insurance, you know, I, I heard that he went to the store, he bought a Rolex, he did wow. this, he did that. And he wasn't taking it upon himself to make sure that he gets his life insurance. And so I say that if you really love your family, then you need to make sure that you plan and prepare for them to be financially straight while you're dead or alive, right? Mm-hmm. So that means you need to make sure that you purchase life insurance and take care of your family. Yeah, I feel like more people are impressed with, like, material things like a Rolex or, like, going back to, like, Absolutely. the Gucci bag. And that's not going to help you after you purchase it, but if you get life insurance... Or start getting a plan that's going to build your generational wealth. I'd rather have that than have a Rolex that's not going to be worth anything. Right. And parents can also buy life insurance on their kids. And it's not, it doesn't mean that because I'm getting life insurance on my child, they're, they're passing away. Life insurance, you can t- life insurance on a child, and it's like a generational gift. Because if you get a whole life plan on a child when they're one years old, by the time they're 18, that policy is probably paid up, which this means that they have cash value, right, which is money that they can use either to help them go through school, depending on how big the policy is. Um, and also, this is going to be money that whenever they pass, they will be able to now leave that money to their children. Because they can change the beneficiaries when they get, you know, when they're not a minor anymore. And as they grow older and they have a family, they can then take that money and leave it behind to their kids. So what happens is, is as a parent, you actually have bought the child insurance that you left behind to your grandkids. 
What's a better gift than that? Yeah. You know, and also, you also allowed your child to have cash available for things they may need. Maybe when you go to college, you need book money or, you know, all the different expenses that you have at school. Or maybe even you got a scholarship and now you use that cash value to help you buy your first house or your first condo. That's how we have to think, you know, to make sure that we plan for our children to win. Mm-hmm. And for adults, like, what tips would you give to adults that are, like, scared about life insurance or maybe they don't know about life insurance? What tips would you give to them about life insurance, getting a life insurance plan ASAP to protect their family? So I would say reach out a company that's your preference and get signed up with the agent. Let an agent teach you about, educate you basically on life insurance and how it can be an asset to you in your financial portfolio. Um, and basically, when it comes to life insurance for an adult, you can use life insurance to save for your retirement. You can use it to save for purchasing a house. You can use it to, to start a business. I have, I have had clients that have taken the cash value out of their policy to start businesses. I just had a client that reached out to me um, and said he wanted to start a trucking company. And I'm like, hey, listen, you have enough money in your cash value. The truck was like $14,000. I said, you have enough money in your cash value. You can buy that truck. He called me a month later and said, I brought the truck. I've already started doing business and I'm making money, you know. And so look what your life insurance was able to do for you. When he bought that policy six years ago, he didn't know he wanted to start a trucking business. But because he took the time and started to grow an asset, then when it was time for him to use it to start a business, he had it available. So I would say... Take the time now to start to create assets. You want to create options. Life insurance is one of them. That's something that can help you in retirement. That's something that can help you if you have a hardship in your life and you don't have nowhere to turn for money, you can turn to your cash value policy, right? You can also use that money to start business to help yourself pay for your child's college. There's so many things you can do with that money if you start to create the asset now and let that asset grow also i think that people um need to just really start to educate themselves um they're like investopedia.com online that gives you all information finance you can go on there and research everything there's videos online that teach people about you know, life insurance, about investing. And so as an adult, don't be the adult that's out here looking for somebody else to, to bury you. You know, we don't know when we're going to pass away. So there's no perfect date to get insurance but now. You don't want to wait till next week because next week can be the week that you end up in a car accident and makes you uninsurable. Life insurance is based on your age, it's based on your lifestyle, your health, Um, and so the older you get, the more expensive it is. So if you can get insurance as young as possible, that's what you want to do. If you can get insurance when you're very healthy, that's what you want to do. 
Wow, I never knew that. It costs you less money. And also, life insurance is not expensive. It depends on what policy you get. It's tailored towards the individual. You cannot listen to what your friends tell you about what's happening with their life insurance plan. You do not know the reason why they have the plans that they have or they're paying the prices that they're paying or or the reason why, um, you know, they got this over that. You don't know, right? Because finance plays a part in what people get, um, you know, pay in their life insurance plans because budget is key. So it's important that you ask um, an agent to talk to you about your personal situation, your finances, your needs, and that's how you put together a plan. Well, say if the listeners just want to, like, you know, work with you specifically, where can they find you on social media, your website, and everything else? Okay. So, I'm on Instagram, I'm at Lindsay Smith, the agent, and Lindsay is spelled L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. On there, I actually have in my bio a calendar, so if you want to do a free life insurance um, consultation, you can actually go on there in my bio and set up an appointment right then and there. You also can DM me any questions that you have, um, and we can also schedule from there as well. But um, the best way to reach me is either that. Also, my website is www.lindsaycsmith.com. Net. Again, Lindsay is spelled L-I-N-D-S-A-Y. Um, on there, my cell phone number is there. My email is there as well. And you can reach out to me that way too. So um, any way that, that is easiest for you, if you're not on Instagram, you can also just go to the website. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And guys, don't be afraid to get your life insurance policy, especially with Lindsay, because generational wealth is super important. And thank you so much, Lindsay. Do you want to have any last words that you want to say? Yes. So one of the things I definitely want to put out there is even if you're young, I want you guys to start to think about investing. Um, There are so many different ways for you to invest your money, even starting out as a child. Thinking about um, creating wealth for yourself is not a bad thing at a young age. You know, making sure you're saving in interest accounts, making sure that you can ask your parents about setting up mutual mutual fund accounts for yourself, uh, custodial mutual fund accounts, and looking into getting life insurance for yourself through, you know, through your parents, obviously, if you're under the age of 18. But really, as as a child, it's important, Amina, for people to understand that they can start investing now, right? You can start thinking about being an entrepreneur just like yourself, Amina, where you're creating a business that you're able to make money now. And with that money, you should start putting it away from now, taking a percentage of it and putting it to the side in a compound interest account where you can make your money make you money from now. Mm -hmm. So now when you're 30 years old or you're 20 years old, you've already built yourself, you know, a nice amount of money. And that's pretty much a tip I would definitely um, push out to the, the 
kids that are listening. That that is amazing. Thank you so much. And make sure you guys no make sure you guys contact Lindsay on Instagram. Check out her website if you don't have social media again. And don't be afraid, guys. And thank you go thank you guys so much for listening.